Loneliness is not cured by contact with others. Loneliness is contact with, is cured, sorry, by contact with reality. And that's a paraphrased line from Anthony DeMello. Anthony DeMello is the author of Awareness and Way to Love, which are two of my favorite books. I think Awareness is still my favorite book. And the number one recommendation I could ever make, and it's a short read. And that line stumped me when I heard it and I came across it. I had no idea what I was supposed to do with that information. I, I just kept twirling it around in my head and it didn't make uh, sense. It's like, what do you mean? Loneliness is lack of contact with people. So why wouldn't it be cured by contact with people? And what the hell does contact with reality even mean? Um, I, I grappled with that. And I had never thought to recently. I read it somewhere and I apologize. I can't find the, the link to attribute them. Um, that loneliness is different from aloneness and being alone is different to being lonely. Which is very powerful. When COVID ravaged the world, it forced everyone to change their plans and abandon what they were up to, including me. What a, what a, a real funny thing. I, I loved I love COVID as a social experiment to measure where everyone's at and to reflect back to you where your mental journey, where you are in your mental journey and internal state of peace and self-awareness and control. A lot of people relish the opportunity to just chill, take time and reflect. But one of the one of my favorite, if if look at it as a social experiment and the things you can measure, I'd like I'd like to measure drinking more and drinking less. All right, so there's less um, less pubs and clubs open, less things to go out and do that involve drinking as an activity. So a lot of people, myself included, drank a lot less because the opportunities to drink were lesser. But it's, in some cases, for other people, the opportunities to drink were more because there was less things to do. They could go buy alcohol, bring it home, and drink at home. And I'm talking about lockdown context, right? And it's funny how, you know, think of people's buckets and what's in their bucket of activities they do when they've got spare time. It's funny, look at which people have alcohol is the best thing available in their bucket and which people will have, have the, op are the opposite. And that alcohol is only part of another um, part of another activity. It's a social lubricant. It's, a, it's part of an activity they do, which is go see friends, right? For me, I never really drink alone. There's not, you know, mate, it's nothing necessarily wrong with it but it's not something I normally do. Whereas for other people, that is the activity in and of itself is the drinking. So it's funny to look at how people react when they're forced to spend some time with family or more specifically alone and not being able to do the things they normally do. Some people thrived, some people dived. It's kind of like two polar extremes. And I just found that very interesting. Now, loneliness versus aloneness. Some people felt lonely during COVID. Some people were just alone. And what I've learned is we should all be able to be alone. All of us. It's vital. But no one should be lonely. And I, I grappled with the DeMello line because... You know, you've seen me write about, you know, build community or die trying. I've made podcast episodes about how you can build community. And we've been talking about friendship for a couple of episodes now. How many episodes? Like maybe four. 
so, but then it's like, but so how is lonely and how do you unpack in these things and just get clear about what each means and what we should and should not be doing? And this is basically the best I've come up with so far. Loneliness is, so what I think it meant is there are different energies behind our motivation to connect with people. A lot of the time people's drive to be connected to other people and surrounded by community is to fill a void it's to fill a void the subtlest oh sorry sorry for knocking that um bit of audio bump the the subtlest version of that is uh the people pleaser i've definitely been super guilty of this the people pleasers give a lot of praise uh in in a world of social media they, they like everything that everyone puts up you know, they always have to be liked by everyone, so they're afraid of confrontation. And it all comes from needing to be needing to be accepted and loved by people and needing to elicit praise back from them. That it reflects how they want to be retreated is reflected in how they treat you. And I know that because it's been me. Always afraid to offside people, all this sort of stuff. Because the image of themselves in everyone else's eyes is so important to them because they lack vices in themselves. But it's very subtle because you just think people are being nice. <laughs> but they're actually being nice for a particular reason. They're still being nice, they're still being supportive. But then often sometimes you'll notice it's not really given based on merit. You've done things that don't deserve their praise or maybe why they just like everything I put up. And so it actually is a little less meaningful. Whereas when people really mean their praise and it's very deliberate, it's much more powerful, right? So loneliness is when that that need to be fulfilled by others is not being filled. So if you think about COVID and people forced to be at home, if people rely on validation from others and the, the people in front of them to people please to uphold that idea because they can't maintain it on their own, they really, really often struggle. The muse they need, it's kind of like going without the drug. It's, got, it's like being cut off from the drug, but you're addicted. So loneliness comes out of an attachment to other people to fill up us and make us feel whole. It's We, we, we notice it much more when it's a one-to-one -one level, like someone who's needy in a romantic relationship. You know, everyone kind of scoffs at that. No one wants someone to be needy unless they're really insecure and they have this deep need to be needed, which is just that's starting a whole force field that we don't want to go down, right? Um, but it comes out of attachment, which is something DeMello writes about a lot. So loneliness is not cured by contact with others. It's not just being around other people. That's a, a pleasure treadmill. It's just another pleasure treadmill. It's just something that is like an addiction. It will never actually fully cure the problem. You'll have to keep taking more and more of it if, that's, if it's just a temporary filling the void, if it's just treating the symptoms, but delaying the problem. Contact with reality. So what does that mean, contact with reality? The best, the best I, as I understand it, is reality is just be, reality is nature. Nature is not trees and, and leaves. Nature is the way things are. They just exist. Something Tamela writes about a lot is that neither the snake nor the bird puts on a show, cares about pleasing others, needs to be liked, 
can portray anything other than what they are. They just are and they just be themselves, perfect or imperfect. And then the reality of nature is that you're enough right now. You are enough right now. We talked a couple episodes about wanting more implies you already have some. You already have plenty. Today should be a good day for you. You know, the way you are right now is enough. That's the reality because you're just, you're just another creature in nature. You know, discard for a moment all the ideas we built up about how we're going to achieve things and everyone's going to look up to us. How we're going to have this amazing career. All those things, they're games we can still play, but we've got to play them as games, not as life and death, to play them in the right way. So discard all those ideas for now. Look at how we are naturally. We're all just people. No one's better or worse than anyone else, which means you're not worse than anyone else. And you're not better than anyone else. And you're fine the way you are. The idea of the loneliness is not accepting that and is feeling like the need for other people to be there to fill. I used to, it used to be agonizing for me to be alone. Like, uh, especially, but it actually reflected my life at that time. I wasn't content with it. Now I freaking love being alone. It's one of my favorite bloody things. It's so peaceful. Aloneness is is important, you know. Yeah, and we talked about that. So that's a point I want to make. Because and then this is why I thought communities, but real communities, just where you plug in. You don't need the other people, but they make you stronger and better. Communities, not oh, holding on to all these people I need. I've been in I've been in groups that feel like that, and it's not out of attachment. It's not oh, I need this. It's when I see Joe, my community. It makes me feel better and I was already great. Not I was terrible. Every time I see you, I feel terrible. Then when I see Joe and all the other people in the community, I feel better. That's attachment. That means you don't have the vices. It's shiny object syndrome again. It's We talked about in the episode Lessons from Dr. Evil. We talked about Dr. Evil just grabs shiny objects. Oh, a million dollars. That's not impressive, Dr. Evil. A oh, hundred billion dollars then. Oh, you know, I didn't go to medical school for six years just to be called Mr. I wanted to be called Doctor. That's the only reason he went. So it's just shiny objects. That's just another form of it. People can be a shiny object. They're just not as obvious as titles and money and status. But so it's it's not having people is wrong, right or wrong. It's how we relate to people. And we can perfectly relate that. We talked to the previous episode, the example of Titanic and Rose, Kate Winslet's character in Titanic, who is surrounded by people. But what helps her is having Jack come into her life uh, and, you know, the Leonardo DiCaprio character, who they have a proper substantial relationship. They talk about real things. They do real things that are fun. They dance on the boat, right? They love passionately and genuinely. It's not out of attachment. It's not out of social climbing and status. It's not out of need. It's all, and it's for who the, each other are as people. It's just two creatures from nature. Now, what happens after? Significantly to, commu- significantly to help us communicate this point, Jack dies but he still saved her and she goes on with her life. So it was not even an attachment to Jack. 
you know, it wasn't even needing him. It was the way he changed because she was born basically in that Plato's cave of thinking, oh, all these, all these reactions, all these reactions I get from everyone, how I relate to the world, how she related to the world was wrong. Right? The, what the relationship with Jack did, the period she met him on the boat, you know, three magical days, oh, sorry, three magical days, love of her life. Right, sure, movies, but, you know, but what it did is it changed the way she related to the world and herself. So that's why it's that very specific thing about that's what p powerful community does if it's right and have it, it's the people you have utility with and support and deep conversations. It's not, it's not just having them that feels good. It's often the support they give you makes you think about and relate back to things a better way. My good friends now give me a challenging perspective on the way I'm looking at the world. So it comes back to here, but then that's something I can then live with when I'm alone. It's not, I need to have the people there to feel it. It's that people are just, this is why I say every, at the end of every freaking episode, the best way to open, the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. The best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. And it's for that, it's for that powerful reason people go on silent retreats all the time and if you think how the fuck do people do that you're starting to understand why they've been i guess they've been on this journey longer than you or i have and they're very comfortable being alone with their thoughts something i i loved when i listened to naval ravikant talk about meditation so he doesn't do the guided meditation and the video and the, the music and all this stuff he just sits alone with his thoughts for an hour and he says, it's just absolute bliss, just letting them run through to their natural conclusion. And he loves, and that's his, that's, that's the way he meditates. So we've talked in these past episodes about the importance of friends. We've talked uh, much earlier on about the importance of community. But you see, the community is not just this. Community is not the whole jigsaw puzzle ready-made just plomp right in front of us. And often you're feeling lonely and you feel like you don't have like-minded people around you and you think the solution is other people. It, 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 it might start there, but it doesn't end there. That's kind of the first door to solution. The solution is contact with reality. The solution is contact with reality. And Anthony DeMello can explain that way better than I ever can to you. So I do recommend, um, yeah, awareness and way to love. Both are very helpful, that idea, and non-attachment. Something we don't have time to really go into and explain well. But yeah, so we've talked about, I guess, the healthy way we understand friends. And friends that each friend is a 1% added to your life, but none of them is 80%. None of them. No matter how good they are. But I still believe it's important to have friends you have shared values with and interests with. And that you you might meet new people in your bucket that might be better friends than the ones you had before. You have more in common with them, great. But you only ever turn down the volume on friendships. You never turn them to mute. That's different to people who cause nothing but damage in your life and you need barriers from them. I'm not saying that you need to let them in your life. But always love, but respect is different. Who you give time to is different to who you love. You can love from a distance, the poisonous sorts, right? But always love. 
um but yeah it's it's that healthy tried to we've tried just try to unpack a healthy way of thinking about friendships seeing the huge value they offer but then not misunderstanding that value to be too much that you are the person you have to be alone you should never be lonely so that's why people think that the problems we have these days are our loneliness and yeah, we're just not connected because social media but what it is it's the ideas we have in our heads and it's the way we're relating to the objects the reality around us i've never few people are really unpacking it with accuracy and it was written decades ago by a guy called Anthony DeMello. Loneliness is not cured by contact with others. It's cured by contact reality. Part of that reality. It's other people and our friends. Thanks for listening to the With Joey B podcast. See you again tomorrow.